player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 35 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. Hey yo. How you doing, sir? Good, how are you doing? S-A-W-F-T. So, oh yeah, sorry, I don't I can't already figure out how he says it. So, if you didn't know, we shouldn't have uh, done that on the other one. Later today, if you're viewing this on Tuesday or any other time, if you want, you'll be able to see our summer SummerSlam recap. Uh, we did our predictions last week on YouTube, and we did a recap that should be going up after this video sometime, probably Tuesday afternoon. So take take a look at that. I had Crystal Pepsi this last week. Finally, what are your thoughts? It was. I don't know what I wanted it to be, but it's not what I thought it would be, if that makes any sense. It was very um, existential. Yeah, it was like a. It was a paradigm shift. I don't know. It wasn't We're trying anything. to get too yeah. fancy here. It looked like it should taste like Sprite, but it didn't taste like Sprite. But it was just such a mind f that I'm like, I don't. I don't know what I'm drinking. I don't remember what it tasted like. I remember that I liked it, but it doesn't taste like Pepsi. And it. Doesn't it definitely doesn't taste like Sprite? It is a clear cola, is what it says. So I can't remember it's how so much confusing. I touched on it a week or two ago when I first had it for the second time. But I had a similar experience. I wanted to say it tasted like Pepsi mixed with Sprite, and Which, I thought and I thought it did, and I think it's just because it's clear. And but then, I don't think it does. I, I remember I used to, I, there was times when I'd go up to a, a fountain at a restaurant, and I'd get half Sprite, half Coke. See, that seems weird to me. I, I, it does now, well, but when I was a kid, no, it was really good. No, I guess because people do like Coke, lem, Coke with lemon and stuff. All those those but, freestyle machines or whatever the hell they're But um, I don't know. I liked it. I It definitely doesn't taste exactly like Pepsi, but I think if I close my eyes and just like. No, I, the, I, the, I did The that. visuals definitely throw me off. I did that. I closed my eyes. I was like, now I'm completely confused because I have no idea what it is. But yeah. I don't know. I just want to talk now, about it. Now, do you think it's different or do you think you just remember it incorrectly? Oh, have I'm sure. buds changed? No, I'm sure I just remembered it incorrectly. Well, I don't know. I don't really drink soda anymore. Yeah, see, I don't either. That's part of the thing is like this is the first not and that thing diet like, soda I've had. That, and it had like 69 grams of sugar or something. Oh, something it's, just it's, horrible, like way worse than a regular Coke. It's just horrible, but. I've been looking this is why you should that. just drink beer. Yeah, exactly. What are you drinking over there? Nice segue, Sean. I'm drinking beer. Old Reliable for me. Boston. Sam Adams. Sam. Always a good choice. Boston Lager. Used to be my favorite beer. What are you drinking? And then I turned into a beer snob. And oh. I drink is IPAs and pale ales and stuff. I got the Sweetwater 420 again. We're like two-thirds of the way through summer. <clears throat> oh, I think I've had maybe one summer ale. I, I I tried it at one point and it's I don't like I it. don't like it anymore. I didn't like winter lager. I don't know what happened, but yeah, my you've been hanging around. I me used too to long not like IPAs. Has it been a year? Almost a year next week. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Flies. All I all I like are, you know, I'm a beer snob. I can't believe it. I never thought I would be, but it's what it is. At least the, the beers I like are good. Uh, before we get into what we're playing. You might have seen last week on our YouTube channel, we reacted to Metal Gear Survive in all its glory. I kind of had a meltdown. Forgive us if the sound isn't perfect on that. We were trying some new microphones. I think we're going to save those just for the Let's Plays, which we should be doing them here in the next couple weeks, so stay tuned for that. I kind of had a meltdown 
I, I was just it, it was the first time I'd actually spoken about it out loud when I when we got together and did the video and it was just it it's just it's I don't even know that it, as I look back now I don't know that I was actually angry I think I was just confused and just in pure shock. like somebody commented on our on our YouTube video and said they were in pure bewilderment I'm like that is the perfect world word I'm just absolutely bewildered at what this is but those fears were kind of quenched assuaged uh, whatever they're not as big now it's like you were saying contrary to what they were saying originally it is not canon they have said it doesn't fit into the metal gear saga they said think of it like the side missions in ground zeros where you can be riding okay. shooting up body snatchers and stuff like that like okay and it's only 30 bucks i I still do not see how it's a Metal Gear game. I, I can't see how the stealth is going to fit in. They say it's going to fit in. Maybe when we actually see some gameplay instead of just a pure crappy trailer, maybe I'll think differently. But even people that are kind of like, oh, that sounds like it might be a good idea, agree. The trailer was absolutely horrible. Horrible. They did not get anything across that they were trying to get across unless they wanted to just piss people off, which they definitely did that. So I just wanted to, to update that. If you haven't seen that yet, check out our YouTube channel uh, and our Metal Gear Survive reaction video. Anything you wanted to touch on? Does your phone ever do this? What? Where I'm trying to read Google Drive and it just mm, we're just gonna make this whole page black. That's probably because you're in uh, sideways mode. What's no. that called? Landscape? landscape. Portrait? Yeah, landscape. Um, no, I have nothing to add. I said my piece last week. What have you been playing this week? Anything? Uh, I have been playing... God. Um, from the Flash sale. So Kevin told me about all the Final Fantasy games on sale. Did you buy all 17 games or whatever it no, was? No, I looked... The only one I really... So I already bought nine, even though I never finished it. I have six on my iPhone. I don't really know much about five. I never got into tactics or whatever the one kind of Some people love tactics. And so the only one I was considering buying was 8, which I've played before. Some people love um I have maybe I just haven't given it a fair shot, but I don't like the draw system where you like I've I've heard people talk about this draw system. They thought it might be coming back for 15. And I think it might be. Okay. But hopefully they It means nothing to me. I don't modify any it. idea what that Instead means. of like having mana like you learn fire and you learn water and then you have a mana bar like MP or whatever just okay. like you have your health bar and fire maybe takes 10 of it and once you learn fira it takes 30 and firaga take you know whatever. Right. This is just like, oh, you just draw. Like, instead of attacking on your turn, you just draw. You take their mana. And depending or on if it's like, but you don't even take their mana. You take, like, usages. Like, ooh, I just got three fires from you. So now I can cast fire three times. Okay. It's just really a weird way to handle magic, which I was never a big fan of. Um, Squall, the main dude. I love his Squall. weapon, the gun blade. Which one are we talking about now? Eight? Eight. Okay. He's got this gun blade. It's like a sword. Sounds like Devil May Cry or something. It's a sword with like the handle of a revolver. And in in reality, if you want to call it that, I don't really know how it works, but the idea is that when you're battling, when you hit, you hit like a button, which is basically like pulling the trigger. If you hit it right at the right time, it's like a critical hit or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. It's I don't know, kind of a, a fun thing but to do. But it doesn't actually shoot anything? 
I don't know. Maybe it does in the game. It's not like you ever really see it. Interesting. But again, I haven't really played the game enough. But so that was the only one I considered buying, and then the clock ran out, and I never bought it. But I did buy for twenty five dollars uh, the Witcher. Whoa, for, Doctor! He bought the Witcher. I've been holding off, and I still. I just don't have time. There's too many games coming out. I I just can't. So have have you gotten to play it a little bit yet? A little bit. I think I've I'm maybe an hour or so into it. Okay. I'm barely past. Like I feel like it's still the in intro. tutorial mode. Yeah, like that's what I meant. Tutorial. Um, it seems promising. Um, I'm having difficulty. Like I'll just be going from point A to point B early on in the game and coming across enemies that kill me real quick. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, I need to level up. So I can kill these enemies, but these are the only enemies that I'm seeing early in the game, and I can't even kill them. So how do I level up? So I'm hoping that'll kind of resolve itself. Yeah. Um, but it seems pretty cool. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy XII with all with the uh, what do you call it? You can take up like bounties and stuff and go mm-hmm. kill enemies to get wild hunts. Um, actually, the wild hunt is like the bad guys. It's like the undead. It's like the okay. the bad guy army. Okay. Um. But show, show, yeah, show, show, I don't know. I haven't played it really. No, I, th- I seems promising. I'm looking forward to it. I may not beat that game till next year sometime. Right. With Resident Evil coming out and Final Fantasy hopefully coming out eventually. Ooh, Resident Evil comes out in a week. Sweet. Yeah, it does. I need to put some more time into Zelda. Um. Hmm. So yeah, that's that's all I've really been playing. Uh, I haven't put enough time into it yet to know for a fact that I'll like it, but it seems promising. And it's gotten like multiple perfect scores oh, yeah. game of the year awards so there's no way i'm not gonna like this game i'm just curious when i when i get to the point where i feel comfortable with it i'm still not totally comfortable with the, the combat and stuff but honestly i think i also hold a grudge against it because it took away game because metal, gear, metal gear yeah yeah so i figured as much yeah i mean 25 dollars. good lord i couldn't pass it's it a steal, whatever so. i'm interested to see what you think about it yeah so what have you been playing? A little bit more Twilight Princess, but not much. I still haven't got to the third dungeon yet. I kind of went uh, hunting for heart pieces to try to get one more heart before I went to the third dungeon. I got four pieces, and then I saw there's a couple places where I can't get to because I ran out of arrows. And I tried to figure before I ran out of arrows, I tried to figure out how to make the arrow bomb, but it's like it wasn't. I couldn't figure out how to do it in the menu, and then I ran out of arrows, and I can't find any enemies to give me arrows and I can't find any shops that sell arrows. I'm like, well, crap. So now I'm just go to your menu, choose the bomb. And then instead of setting it to like a X, Y, whatever buttons you have, you just drop it over your Uh, bow and then that makes that one item. And then you can drop that. that Okay. That makes sense. If I remember correctly. So instead I just went and I freed the third spirit. So now, or well, I'm in the process of doing it. I'm going around. I'm collecting all the lightning bugs again. It's getting old, but it is what it is. But I think this may be the last time you have to do it. I think it is because th- it's always the first three dungeons, then right. everything changes. So, But the only thing that worries me is after I beat this next dungeon, which I think might be a water... Yeah, because I've done all the stuff with the Zoras and melting the ice and freeing them and all that stuff. So obviously it's going to be the water temple that's next. I worry what's going to happen after that and if it's going to be a whole bunch more Wolf Link. Do you remember Wink, as we used to call him? Is there a lot more Wink? Yeah. No, but I think before like I don't too, do any dungeons as wink. I don't. Do I don't I? think so. Okay. I think before too much longer, you get the ability to just go to back just and switch. forth on okay. command. Um, oh, okay. 
So yeah, that's right. I was uh, see not that we're here to talk wrestling, but I heard that too, and I want to go back and watch this now. Oh no, he did. I forgot Finn to say Balor that in the, in the separating video. his shoulder last night, and apparently, if you watch the baby review, you just see him kind of go. He just pops pop it, it back in, in, and he finished Ugh. the match. I didn't realize I at the time. Go back I knew at the time it. when we were watching, it, I was like, "Oh, that looked really bad, Seth. Good job." Yeah. But then I didn't see him put it back in place. But when I saw the replay, you could see him go ah, Ugh. like oh gosh, that's like it reminds me of Metal Gear Solid Three. Oh yeah, fixing all your your of injuries and snakes like ah. So. Well, we haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, but we talked in a, a private conversation. I looked up Water Temple from Majora's Mask because mm-hmm. I had a sneaking suspicion that the one I was thinking of was Majora's Mask and not Twilight. Sneaking, like Metal Gear. It all comes back to Metal Gear. Uh, sure enough, I was correct. I'll let you in. So I didn't look up what the water temple was in twilight because i kind of want to be surprised too so i still have no idea what it is but i'm sure once i hear it it'll come back to me right like celine dion it's all coming back Back to me now okay yeah i'm I'm not gonna that was bad Um, sorry oh yeah so water temple and majora's mask yeah it's this big um futuristic like well futuristic for hyrule right gears and pumps and stuff and there's different colored pipes maybe red blue and yellow or something like mario and there you have to like find the places to turn the flow on and once you've turned the flow on for the blue you can go through that pipe and that'll take you to this room okay and then eventually you can turn the red pipes on and then the red pipes go and then eventually you get to where you can reverse the flow in certain pipes and then so now if you go in the blue one it'll take you to a different look at i remember it being a nightmare granted i've only played the level once maybe twice in my life that's the one i was thinking this might be and i think whatever the water temple ends up being it's not i think it's gonna be better than this so that almost sounds like a new version of what they did in ocarina where you had to raise or lower the level to get to certain doors and do all that stuff Right, I think Which they basically just tried to take that and one-up it. Yeah. No, the Ocarina one really isn't that bad. They fixed it. They almost fixed it just by making your boots be assignable to, like, an item slot. Instead mm-hmm. of having to, like, pause, over, over, boots, go back to normal, unpause, float up. Like, you always had to go through the menu just to change your boots every time. Instead of being able to just turn them I on and off. I didn't that in 3D, right? No, but I'm saying on the N64, the original, oh, that's what made you it only had two. so bad. Oh, wow. No, you had three, but you just the boots were just an equipment, just like you changed your shield oh, or, your tunic. or your tunic. Holy crap, right. that's so you horrible. Couldn't, yeah, and that was the most annoying part. It wasn't really that it was that difficult of a level. Oh, it was just well, annoying. Now so they, they really fixed it just by doing that. I didn't realize that. Now it makes sense why people hated the Ocarina Water Temple. Yes. Interesting. But yeah, that's it. All I've played is Ocarina. I don't think I've played anything else other than SimCity on my iPhone. I'm getting back into that again. I have no idea why. It's such a time waster, but whatever. All right. You know what we got, though, Sean? Uh, I bet I could guess. What do you think it is? News. We got some news. Let's get right into it, sir. So this kind of broke over the weekend. Yesterday, I think it was, and then everything kind of got confirmed today. But apparently at the uh, PlayStation event September 7th, we're not just going to be learning about the Neo. We're getting a PS4 Slim also. And images leaked 
it it kind of the, the coloring, the matte black kind of finish of it reminds me of the PS3 Slim that I have, like the the second generation PS3, not the the Slim Slim version. But it kind of looks like that. They got rid of touch buttons. They have actual physical buttons, like they did with the PS3 Slim. Also, there's a video of it booting up now. So if this is somehow a 3D printed thing, they have really gone to uh, amazing lengths to to have this thing 3D printing. Yeah, there were some people saying maybe they just 3D printed a fake PlayStation oh, just the, to get one over on the internet. I don't like, understand. I don't understand. I don't know why. Why, why are people a? What is the hate? I think it looks fine. And b? Why are people? Why are people so? Everybody's just a conspiracy theorist now. Like, yeah. I don't so know. I think it looks good. I I think the original PS4 looked beautiful. I didn't think it needed to change. I think it already, especially if you compare it to the size Xbox One, it's not like it really needed a slim. Whereas the the PS3 that you have definitely needed a slim version. Oh, that, that thing was a huge. monster, and it weighs like fifty pounds or something. Yeah. But Wall Street Journal is reporting on it now, also. So it's definitely real. It's definitely coming. The rumors that it's coming on September fourteenth. There's been no pricing information though. Colin said he's pretty sure it'll be like two fifty, and the Neo will be three fifty or four hundred. Because you've got to have a big gap there, otherwise. No one is going to buy the slim. You need to. I don't even know if a hundred dollars. I, I, I think one fifty is the minimum in difference. I don't be surprised if the Neo is four or four fifty. I think two fifty makes two fifty makes sense. I think the Neo has to be at least four. And they also took at out. Least. They took out the uh, the optical audio out for some reason on the PS4 Slim. Hmm. All our systems are hooked up to the internet now. They've got information on whatever they want to have information on. So. Maybe they can see no one is using this port. Maybe somehow it's hooked into the the internet settings on the device, so they know nobody's using it. And they're like, "Well, get rid of get rid of that. That'll save ten bucks off the manufacturing price or something." So yeah. that's gone. Also, uh, there's also rumors are coming back though that Sony is re- also releasing a new handheld, a Vita two or something, and it would almost make sense now that we know the NX, we essentially, we don't know for sure, but we're 99% sure we know what the NX is, and it is a portable console, that they're going to possibly make another Vita, that they're going to show three systems at this thing. I think that's... If they do that, if it they could do happen, that, but if they do that, that's at least a year out. I would think you so. You will see the Slim, the Neo, and the VR well before you'll ever see and I would... This handheld. If they somehow... I think there's probably a 10% chance that's real. If, if it's if real, that. though, and it comes out, I would think it would be backwards compatible with all the existing Vita games, and it would be more powerful, and they would actually support it and do it right this time. Damn. Now I'm like, well, crap. I don't need three handhelds. I don't need a 3DS and an NX and a Vita 2. No. I don't think it's really going to happen, but... I don't think so. Maybe eventually. Yeah. The other thing that happened today, did you see this? The PS Plus price is going up by 10 bucks. 20% sounds a lot worse than 10 bucks. Yeah. It's like 83 cents a day is what it costs now. So it's really not that big a deal. As opposed but to? I don't, I didn't do the math. I just read that somewhere. Probably like 70 cents. Sure. Uh, so it's going up 10 bucks on September 22nd, I think. And some people are like, oh, crap. That's like, that's like two days before my my PS Plus expires. Newsflash: You can go buy all the PS Plus yearly memberships you want right now, and don't actually activate them until yours expires. So if it's that big a deal to you, go ahead. But that is that is happening. Also, ten dollar price increase. 
whatever. We get free games every month, even if they're not the best games ever. They are free games. Well, hopefully they'll be better now. I, they won't. I think it's Probably just not. basically they were saying, look, it's cost of doing business. It's more expensive to maintain these servers. All these games are online. We got to buy more bandwidth and server space and all this. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how it all works, but I got my degree in computer science. I don't know how it works, but I'm sure it's just, they just looked at the numbers. They said, well, we need a little bit more money from everybody to really make this work and keep online being a good thing. So is what it is. I, I don't know. Anything you want to add there, Sean, all the PlayStation news this week? Mm, I don't know. I think if we see a new PlayStation handheld system, it's at least a year out, and I don't think we even see it for maybe a year. I feel like that'll be their next. I don't know that we'll get a PS5. I think the next big system they do, big, the next, you know, after Neo, after VR, may be a handheld, but it's not coming anytime soon. I think the next thing after the Neo will just be called the PlayStation. And I think we're going to get, as we're starting to see now, our consoles are going to turn into PCs. They're going to be upgradable. It's going to be a nightmare for developers and for us, but I just, I think that's where it's going. I think, I really hope what we get to is we still have a one console future. I hope Microsoft exits, Nintendo just sticks to the handhelds, and then you've just got the PlayStation. And if you, if Microsoft wants to put games on, if they want to make a new, if they want to make Halo 6, 7, what was the last one? 5. If they want to make Halo 6 and put it out, then you can do it. If they want Gears of War, then you can get it. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't believe the Vita rumor. I just don't see there's, it. There's no way. I just don't see it. But I do wonder, now that we're talking about the Vita, I wonder if they will announce a price drop. I doubt it. I still think, I, th- I think that's coming at PSX. They're going to drop it to 100 bucks. But if they were smart, they would do it not at PSX. They would do it before Black Friday. 200 bucks. 200 bucks still seems kind of high to me. It's a lot. I don't know Normally, that that would get me to buy it. Well, no, it's two hundred now. I'm saying drop it to ninety nine. Oh, okay. It's two hundred okay. now, but well, hundred bucks I'd buy. It. I mean, technically, it's MSRP is two hundred, but when you look at it on Amazon, because I've got it in my wish list still from last year, it's like one hundred and fifty five, brand new on Amazon. So it's still cheaper than it was, and you can get refurbished ones for one twenty five to one thirty. But I would rather have a brand new one. So we'll we'll see if we get a price stop, but I still think it'll be at PSX. Right. What happened? Oh, that's stupid. Cash should not get a push. Hopefully he doesn't. Who? Cash. <laughs> Along with his buddy, Tango. Final Fantasy 15 delays official, Sean. I'm sorry. This comes from IGN. Final Fantasy 15's two-month delay to November this week may have been a disappointment to some fans, but Square Enix, or Enix. Enix is confident that it will make for a better experience once the game is available worldwide. Speaking to IGN at Gamescom, Final Fantasy 15 director... Something Tabata explained that a hefty day one patch was originally in store for the game, but ultimately he didn't want fans who play offline to be unable to experience the game at its best. Instead, he wanted the game to be in its most polished polished state as soon as players put in the disc. Quote, originally I was thinking it would be okay and we could put all the extra updates into a day one patch, he told IGN. But at that point I learned there are maybe a lot of people out there who play in an offline environment and don't have internet. When I found that out, you just found that, like, what... That, this, that's just a funny statement to me. When I found that out, thinking about it again, I'm glad I didn't make that decision. Also, one of the interesting things that, that came out this week, if you buy the $270 complete edition, you don't get the season pass for that price. You still have to spend 50 60 bucks, whatever it is, for the season's pass. That's crap. 
fix that square. If you got these people paying that much money for your stupid complete edition, give them the whole thing. Give them the whole thing. That's ridiculous. This is what, whenever I hear Colin and Greg and people that are like online only, digital only is the way we're going. Physical games are going away. GameStop's going to be gone, all that other stuff. This is what I keep thinking of. It's like we're spoiled here in America. And even, even in the U.S., there's a lot of areas that you cannot get broadband. People still want to play video games there. So I kind of understand what he's saying, but I think it's just cover up to, to, for him to just not say, well, the game is just not good. People that have seen it running, they're like, it's not running the way it should. It doesn't look great. It's kind of choppy. I think it's just them covering up saying we need two more months to get it right. After 10 years, who really cares? Yeah. Also, they put out a 50-minute gameplay video. I'm not a big Final Fantasy guy, so I didn't really watch it. Sean did, or at least parts of it. Give me your thoughts on what you've seen as a Final Fantasy 15 fan. As a Final Fantasy fan, I'm sorry. I skimmed through it. Uh, it it did more to get me excited for the game than actually playing really? the demo did. Good. Yeah. Um, I think Excuse you. the thank you. <laughs> the did that actually come through? I tried to a little I bit. Tried to yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, demo. I mean, gameplay, yeah. Deadball? Deadpool? Pool House? Studios. <laughs> oh, okay. We're, Final Fantasy. We're idiots. Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, the demo, or not the demo. The gameplay demo. The gameplay, yeah. well, yeah, but not a play. The gameplay game. video. Which was from a demo. Looks pretty good. I... It definitely it makes me want to play the game again more than the playable demo did, but at the same time it's it also as much as I was kind of annoyed that it got delayed, I really, really want this game to be good, and yeah. I want them to get it right, and if that takes an extra couple months, so be it. If it comes out and it's awesome like it should be. Nobody's Within a week or two delay. of it coming out, yeah. everybody's going to forget that it ever got delayed. So I've made peace with that. It looks it looks really, really good. I, like I alluded to before, I'm not crazy about them bringing back a Final Fantasy VIII-style drawing system for the magic. I hope... If they're going to do that, I hope they've tweaked it somewhat. It just seems weird to just... I I took three fire spells from me. It just seems weird. You should just cast it, and it just takes down your bar. I don't know. I don't know why they got to screw that up. Yeah. But... I mean, Final Fantasy VIII isn't a revered title in the series, is it? It's... Is it just... It no, like I would it's just kind of a meh. Like, below, people don't love it or hate it. I think it's right, probably right around, like, 12... I, lo- I love 12. I think I, a lot of people like, like it. I feel but. like 12 is divisive, but I feel like more people talk about loving it because of the whole uh, the gambit system or whatever it is. That, that people was, absolutely love it because That was really well that. done. So. so, yeah, I mean, the game, it looks beautiful. The graphics are amazing. I'm not thrilled with what I've seen for the magic, the drawing thing, but I'll give it a chance. Maybe they'll improve on it. Um, the... The combat seems pretty cool. It looks kind of, I've said this many times, but it seems like it's kind of Kingdom Hearts-esque. Uh, it's all active battle. 
Does it not still look turn based? Does it still look like Rising Revengeance? Final Fantasy Rising Revengeance, like we thought all those months ago. I think it looked less like that in this demo. Maybe yeah. just because it was more, at least the parts I saw were more out in the open. It wasn't okay. so like confined spaces where right. you're like sneaking up on people yeah. and doing stealth kills. It's fighting it monsters and stuff, and stuff out in the yeah. open. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know. It. I feel better about it now than I did after the demo. The demo showed it definitely needed some work. And I read something. I can't remember who posted it. Maybe you read something similar. Somebody that actually got to play this demo said that it is an awesome game, but it is very much in need of an extra couple months. Like, it's not then ready. They need to just right. be honest. I, once I read that, I'm like, I'm totally to fine with it. With it. Yeah. Get it right. And do whatever you got to do to make this a hit. I still, not to take everything back to Metal Gear, but if Konami and Kojima didn't have the falling out, I would have rather that game be delayed for six months or and even get a year. Chapter three. Get, <laughs> give us episode 51. Give us that final boss battle. Give us that confrontation with Liquid. Show, sorry spoilers. The game's almost a year old now. I got a plan for that year anniversary, by the way. It's almost a year old. Um, show Psycho Mantis, pull the virus out of Eli and, and do that whole thing. Finish it and then give us chapter three. If that was really a thing, if chapter three piece was really a thing, Give him, give Kojima six months to a year, even even if it comes later as DLC, whatever. But make the game the way you want to make it. Like they've been working on this game for ten years. If it takes two more months, like you said, so be it. Just get the game right. Everybody would rather wait two months and have a nine or a ten out of ten than just have it now and have it be a seven out of ten. By the way, could you imagine if it did get postponed for another year, and we were sitting here right now? And I still had talking. Well, it. but we were sitting here talking between the two of us, talking about oh a new Zelda, a new Final Fantasy, and a new Metal Gear. There would there would be no other. We wouldn't there would get never be any other topics yeah. done. These would be two hour episodes every week. But maybe it's for the best. I miss you, Hideo. Anything else you want to add on Final Fantasy? Because I got nothing to add. Nah, that's about it. Okay. Normally, I wouldn't talk about software updates, but PS4 Software 4.0 is coming, and this actually looks pretty cool. There are one, two, three, four, five, six major changes, and I think there's some others that they haven't announced yet, but I'm just going to read through these real quick. UI refresh. We've made a lot of adjustments, and this comes directly from the PlayStation blog. A lot of adjustments and improvements to PS4's main user interface. That includes some changes you may notice right away, like new system backgrounds, whoop-de-doo, and a revised what's new tab. I don't care about that either. To smaller changes like updated pop-up notifications and redesigned system icons. As a whole, it all adds up to a more refined and easy-to-use UI. The overall look and feel of the UI remains the same. It just has a fresh coat of paint. What I really hope they're doing with the notifications that they need to get more granular in what you can turn on or off. Like I don't want Jess gets so annoyed if we're ever watching a movie and it pops up and he's like, Oh, your controller's disconnected. Oh, your headphones your you know, your headset's disconnected. She's like, what the hell? Turn it off. So if I turn off all the notification, then I don't get trophy notifications and stuff like that. I want that. I should be able to say, turn off, Every notification that you give us, I should be able to turn on or off, Sony. So I hope that's what's included in this, but I don't know for sure. We'll see. Quick menu. As you know, pressing and holding the PS button on your DualShock 4 brings up the quick menu. We've overhauled this menu to make it faster and easier to use. One big change is that the menu now only covers a portion of the screen, meaning you don't need to leave gameplay entirely. We've added several new items to the quick menu, like 
letting you quickly get info without having to go back to the home screen. That's a good thing because I hate hitting the PlayStation button. Like if I don't know what a trophy was, it just popped. I hit the PS button. I go back to the main screen. I go to the trophies. I see what it was, and then I go back, back, back. It's just pain in the butt. Yeah. I like this whole quick menu thing. You can see the online status of friends, shortcuts to quickly access your party, favorite groups, communities, and more. You can also customize the quick menu, removing or adding, adding items as you see fit. Share menu is better. You can now, the only thing really there is you can now upload longer video clips to Twitter. You can upload 140 seconds, which is funny because 140 characters. One character per second. Instead of 10 seconds. So people that like to, to upload, um, that's, that's definitely a big deal right there. Folders and library organization. This is big. One of the big requests we get is for more options to organize content on your PS4. With this update, we're adding functionality to create folders on PS4's content launcher and library. This will help collect your favorite games and select apps in one place for quick and easy access. We're also making some pretty big changes to the library. We've added a new tab called Purchased, which will show all of the content you own, games, apps, demos, and betas you've participated in. As a result, the Games and Applications tab focuses on current content currently installed on your system. This should help declutter your library and make it faster to find the content you're looking for. Definitely a good thing. There's some new sorting tools for your library as well. You'll be able to sort content purchased by date or install status and search for specific games and apps via text input. I don't know about you, but this is something they should have done with with their 1.0 software. Like, you can do this on the Wii and the Wii U and the 3DS. You can make folders. Like, I don't want to have to go... Like, if, if I haven't played Broforce in, a, like, a few weeks. <clears throat> I mean, <clears throat> Broforce in a couple of weeks now. So if it's not on my main tab there, I got to go all the all way over. over. I got to go to the library. I got to go, is it is this by date or is this name? Okay, there's Broforce. Okay, that's dumb. And I also hate, like, we were watching SummerSlam yesterday. There is so much crap in, the like, the, the TV folder that's there. Like, you've got all these, oh, download Crackle, download uh, yeah. Hulu. I'm like, no, I want to just see what I have. So I like that you can do the folders. They should have had that from the beginning. Yeah. Trophy improvements. Uh, you can see trophies offline now. You didn't used to be able to do that. Speaking of being online all the time. And they've updated the, and they'll show you how rare a trophy is based. Instead of four boxes, there's like a pyramid thing. People think that's cool. I don't really care. Uh, what else? User profile. We've updated the look of the user profile, making it easier to see relevant info for a player at a glance. You can see trophy progress compared to another player right from their profile. I used to have to go, like if I wanted to see your Metal Gear trophies versus mine, I'd have to go to psnprofiles.com and see who's got more trophies, where are we at? But now you'll be able to do that from the PS4. That seems like a no-brainer also. Yeah, and you can also add a background image to your own profile picture. Who cares? They still don't say anything here about being able to change your names. I don't care That'll about that. That'll never happen. But Shuhei let us change our names to quote Colin and Greg. What do you think about the software update? I think this is actually a pretty good one. The The folders thing is what jumps out to me the most. The folders thing is nice. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff that I don't feel like is going to drastically change my PlayStation experience, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's good improvements. Your that PSX? It's things that should have been there before to be honest with you yes agreed but i don't know i'll be happy to see him but it's not like i'm gonna run home and turn on my playstation as soon as <laughs> right. i get the update be like oh i want to see what it's like when i can look at trophies offline i just that's eh, cool but yeah they should have already been there yep i agree definitely a good update but should have been there resident evil 7 put out a new trailer this week and i just get more and more excited for this game every time i see it 
Yeah. It is going to scare me to death. I don't want to play this game in VR. I've 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 realized that. I, I don't think I I don't think I have heart issues. I've got a history. I don't think my heart can take this game in VR. It's funny because I back in the day, I think I've talked about this before. Even old crappy graphics, Resident Evil One on Saturn when I got that game, I wouldn't play that at night. Not by myself anyway. Just the stupid first zombie that's like. When they turn, when they're eating the dude, yeah. they turn and look at you. I was like, yeah. nope. I'm like, nope. Okay. This game, when I think about it, and there's no way I would play this at night by myself. <laughs> but when I think about it in VR, I don't think I could play. I mean, once you're in VR, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. No. You, you won't are, even be thinking, oh, it's nighttime. So this is no. You are totally you're in immersed that house in, in Louisiana. So yeah. when I think about playing that game in VR, I'm both intrigued and scared what's it less. I think when this game comes out, people that play this in VR, I think we're going to have all kinds of reports of people literally peeing and crapping their pants. Like, <laughs> this looks so scary. Probably. This trailer, you watched the trailer, right? Oh, yeah. The trailer was so well done. And we, we found out who the antagonist is. It's this old lady named Marguerite Baker, who I guess she owns this house thing she's the wife of the guy who says welcome to the club or the family or whatever he says at the end of the beginning hour demo uh still no news on them patching in the finger functionality from that yeah demo. whatever happened to that i don't know we only got what four months now till the game comes out yeah so well five months i guess it looks great if you haven't watched the trailer go to ign or youtube or something and watch the trailer uh god it's so it, it looks so unsettling and so good and the, it, the the trailer again is found footage. Now the difference though with this trailer, this is actually in the game. The beginning hour demo is not in the final game, but this is actually part of the game. It's still this is you finding okay. a tape of somebody else. So this lady's dead, but this is you finding a tape like you did in the beginning hour, and you see something else going on. Somehow you end up there. I don't know. It's actually in the game. They did say puzzles still exist. They put out a screenshot of the way herbs look now and stuff like yeah, that. So they're that. definitely. There's still the puzzle elements. There's the old stuff, but it's definitely Resident Evil New Direction, which seems like everybody is open to the, with the way Resident Evil 5 and then 6 went. So I'm definitely excited. I, I think this is a must-buy at this point. VR or not, probably not VR. So, rant, not, that, not that random, but question. Maybe we've discussed this. Are PSVR games different? Than non PS, like if you wanted to be able to play this both VR and non VR, do you have to buy two copies of this game? No, 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 no. It'll okay. say it's just like a mode you turn on. In yeah, the game. it'll okay. say in the game it'll say Thank playable God. in VR. I think some games will be actually no. I don't think any of them will be exclusive to VR. I think all of them you'll be able to play regular. Okay, from what I understand, but no, it'll say on the box playable with VR. Okay, playable with sure. PlayStation VR. Yep. One other uh, last item here on the news for this week that just interests us, and it kind of leads into the next topic. All of a sudden, Sega renewed their trademark for Virtua Fighter, which has got a lot of people thinking, hmm, is a new Virtua Fighter coming? Is 7 coming? I think they went up to 6. I doubt it, but what I really hope it is, collection. That's all people make now are collections and remasters and that, stuff. I mean, that's the perfect game to do it I for. would love to see Virtua Fighter 1 and 2... Three, I didn't really play. Four was fantastic. Five was okay. But two is the only one that I really remember. Two, well, one two and is, two. Two is the best 
4, I'm pretty sure it's 4 I'm remembering that I had on the PS2 was awesome also. And I think I just, I only liked 2 better just because of nostalgia and everything. But personally, I hope it's a collection. I would love to, even Virtua Fighter 1, I would love to at least fire that back up and play it again. Yeah. So let's hope it's a collection. I don't really need Virtua Fighter 7. All I think of when I think of Virtua Fighter 1 is trying to play it on 32X and us missing one of the chords to where we would just see like the background but none of the menu was like it was so unplayable. Weird. 32X was so weird. Oh, that's weird. That was an add-on for the Sega Genesis, wasn't it? It was. If you caught our podcast last week, it was a big deal because it was the 25th anniversary of the Super Nintendo releasing in North America. What I didn't realize... Yep, figured that would happen with with uh, Sasha being hurt. Bailey is on Raw. Good for her. That's awesome. She deserves it. And I figured when she lost the, the women's title yeah, match over the weekend, done. I was like, okay, she's getting called. Yeah. Up. What we didn't realize at the time when we were recording the podcast last week on the birthday of the Super Nintendo was that the next day was actually the 27th birthday of the Sega Genesis. August 14th, 1989, the Sega Genesis launched in North America. And the console wars began without us even realizing that they had begun. It has begun. Mortal Kombat. You know what the launch lineup was? I mean, I know you know, but they don't know. Why don't you tell us? Altered Beast, everybody knows that. Last Battle, never heard of it. Space Harrier 2. Super Thunderblade, Thunder Force 2, and good old Tommy Lasorda Baseball. I did not realize oh, wow. that that was a launch game. I, I thought that came out either. like a year later. So I thought that came out at the same time like Real Deal Holyfield Boxing or Buster. No, it was Buster Douglas's boxing was first, I think, because he beat Tyson first, yeah. So I thought that came out around the same time, but it did not. As an update to the sales numbers that I had last week for the Genesis, and nobody really knows what the hell the real numbers are, but this makes it look better, so we'll go with this. 39.7 million sold. Although I'm going to take away 1 million because 1 million of those included in here are Nomad sales. The Nomad that sold count. The Nomad sold 1 million in North America. First off, I've never met I don't one other person that. that has owned that besides us. If you're watching this video and you're a Genesis kid and you actually had the Nomad Please tweet at us at Kevin White twenty four at Real Sean White or at Two Player underscore Co op. Or if you're watching on YouTube, comment below. Let us know what you thought about the Nomad because literally we've never met anybody else that owned that thing. I cannot believe for a second they sold a million of those things. But whatever. Yeah, so twenty million sold in North America, four point three million in Japan, six point nine million, two million plus in Brazil, two million of the Genesis Model Three in North America. A million nomads, and then in other regions, the Mega Drive sold 3.5 million. Okay. Hmm. 897 games total came out on the Genesis. That is crazy. In a day where there, was, where there was no digital downloads or anything, you had to actually put these games on. They had to get certified. They had to get put on these expensive cartridges and sent out to retail outlets. That's the only way you could sell games back then. You could not be an indie developer back then because there was no way you could afford to actually manufacture these games and put them on the cartridges. Eight Almost 900 games came out for the Genesis. Now, that's across all regions. A lot of those were probably you know Japan only and stuff like that. But yes, right. 897 games. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was the Genesis the first, as our segue just said there, were they the first system to have add-ons? I'm pretty sure they were. 
I don't, and I don't mean like Game Genie doesn't count. I'm saying actual peripherals. Um, unless the what do you call it? Like the Game Boy thing for Super Nintendo came out before Sega CD. No, that'd be that the only thing out, I can think of. That came out like way late because I remember when we talked about that in our uh, our podcast on uh, you can check us out on SoundCloud iTunes other podcast services around the world we talked about the Nintendo revolution I want to say it was like episode 10 or 11 something like that check us out we don't have that on YouTube because we weren't doing video back then we talked I, I think that didn't come out till 95 okay well I didn't realize it was that late yeah but it was if that's the case then, then yeah there's no way I mean Nintendo didn't have anything no, Master nobody System else, definitely didn't have right, anything. Nobody else really counted. So the Sega CD launched in North America October 15th, 1992 for $299. That would be like 550 right now or something probably, something like that. Yeah. Two and a quarter million sold though. That's crazy. That's more than I would have thought. Yeah, that's definitely more than I would have thought. The 32X came out two years later on November 21st, 1994. Debuted at $159, which is such a weird price point. It's like right in between 150 I mean, you know what I mean, 150 and 200 They sold 665,000 copies of the 32X, 32X. We were one of those. We had everything except the Sega CD, which is just amazing to me. I'm trying to think if I should be surprised that the 32X sold a fraction of the Nomad number of sold I would have thought I would have thought maybe equal if anything slight nod to 32x I would not have thought the nomad outsold 32x but you think about it 900 games play 16-bit games on the go you couldn't you do that play them for else. like 10 minutes at a time before what the batteries the, died what was the Atari the Lynx yeah was that 16-bit but it didn't play like I think so well, they didn't have a 16-bit system. They went right to the Jaguar, didn't purely, they? purely, yeah. Yeah, so it was just for that. So you couldn't take home games on the go. So, I mean, there was nothing like the Nomad, but it is it is odd. I don't know. I, I don't believe that million sold number. That seemed, yeah, something seems wrong. There. There's a lot of dedicated Sega fans that have, that have done a lot of research and everything that came up with these numbers, but I feel like I'm holding this iPad like way over here. I don't know why I'm doing that. Did you know, Sean? And this all comes from Did You Know Gaming on YouTube. Check them out if you don't if you don't already. They're fantastic. They do videos every week. If if you love video games and history of video games, you've got to subscribe to them on YouTube. Did you know the Sega Genesis was based on the modified System 16 arcade software? This is what we use for Altered Beast, Golden Axe, etc. So the whole point of releasing this bad boy right here was, hey, you get arcade experiences at home. They weren't the best arcade experiences, but they were arcade experiences. However, the games are too short because arcade games are short, and they were too repetitive. So that's when Sega came up with this little guy called Sonic the Hedgehog. The rest mm. is history. Did you know, we talked about this last week, Sega Channel actually lasted from 1994 to 1998. That boggles my mind. I would have thought that had... Maybe a year at a price of only twelve ninety five a month. It's actually less than I thought. Yeah, I thought it was like thirty bucks a month. Or but something. still, that today would be like twenty five dollars. Yes. I can't believe that was that was active for four years. We didn't have it for anywhere near that. We had it for maybe a couple of months. Uh, we need to ask Dad if they remember. If He's, he Dad probably doesn't even remember it. He's like, what's a Sega? <laughs> Sega. 
that that blew my mind when I saw that. So Super Nintendo came out with this thing called the FX chip when they launched Star Fox. They're like, ooh, look, we can do 3D graphics and stuff. Oh, but did you know Sega had the Sega Virtua, no L, processor chip, which came with Virtua Racing, which, of course, cost $100 for Virtua Racing on the Genesis. We didn't own it. We definitely rented it. I can remember playing it was it Genesis. just a game? It was just, yeah. Well, it was like Super FX chip was no, but in I mean, games. But it wasn't, but the $100, I'm saying. That was, that was $100 for the game yeah. and like a steering wheel or some peripheral no, you needed. Just a game. We rented it. Yeah. And it looked Did it cost pretty. more to rent? Not that. I don't remember. You got to ask Bendy to a video about that or Video Loft. I, I don't remember that, but I just remember the game looked pretty darn good. I, I remember thinking, well, this is crazy that we're actually playing this on the Genesis. It didn't I'm going to look, look it up now because I remember it looking good, but I feel like this is going to be right up there with like. No mercy where. Once I see it, I'm like, oh, God, that looks horrible. But I, I too, remember yeah. it looking good. It didn't look like the arcade, but it looked pretty darn good for a 16-bit. Also, did you know they also planned on using that uh, SVP chip for Virtua Fighters and Daytona, but they canceled it and instead moved Daytona. it over to the Saturn. But if you remember, Virtua Fighter 2 did come out on the Genesis. However, it was not really Virtua Fighter 2. It was like side-scrolling, sprite. It was not 3D polygons, anything like that. So they put out a version of Virtua Fighter 2, but it was not that. Oh, we don't need sound. All right, all right. Oh, that actually does look pretty good. It looks good. Way better than you would think a Genesis game could look. Yeah. Wow, that actually does look pretty good. That's the Genesis version? Yeah. yeah. Well, according to the... I mean, it's pretty... It's still, you can see, they still don't have much more than their, their 64 But it looks colors smoother so. and yeah. fast. It must be that blast processing. But it looks smoother than I would have... I imagined. Virtual Racing was fun. Looks I think pretty good. I think Daytona that. was better, but you can't see Virtual Racing was good. Funny, did you know, Sean, blast processing was actually a real thing? Segway. It was actually a coding strategy that they used, as well as they did have a faster CPU than the Super Nintendo did. However, what they don't tell you in all that marketing was everything else internal on the Super Nintendo was much better. They could do 256 colors on the screen at one time. Genesis could do 64. Uh, 64. Genesis could only have 512 total colors. I think the Super Nintendo could have like 32,800 or something like that. Something ridiculous number. Like everything, the sound chip obviously was so much better on the Super Nintendo, but blast processing was kind of a real thing. And also, did you know that Mortal Kombat and Night Trap helped introduce the video game rating console that Sega came up with that would later be known as the ESRB. Sean, anything that you want to talk about before we get into some of the games that made Genesis one of the best systems ever created? What are some of your memories of the Genesis? We've talked about it a lot on here. We've talked about the games enough, I think, in terms of memories. Um, Sega Channel, which we also already covered, was a big, as short-lived as it was, was a big memory for me. Um... When I think of the 32X, sadly enough, I think of when we got it and we were so excited and then it didn't work. It didn't work. We Did we buy it back. used? Is that the problem? Yeah, we bought it used for like 50 bucks. Yeah. It was like missing a cord or something, but yep. we had it taken care of. Um, I remember I remember being, well, I just said we don't need to talk. Well, we'll cover this when we talk about games, but I got a few games things to talk about. Um. What else? I feel like it is all 
game specific related. It mostly yeah. is. I mean, I can remember the console wars and stuff, but it, like we talked about last week, back then it was really more Sega versus Nintendo. It wasn't Sega fans versus Nintendo fans. Yeah, you never really ran into other people at school that you would like butt heads. No, right. Sega is better. No, Nintendo is better. It just didn't happen. Right. What do you have? Sega. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. I have a Super Nintendo. Oh, can I borrow that? You want to right. trade? Like it just, yeah. It was just, know. we were all... Simpler time. Yeah, and friendlier times, too. Come on, guys. Stop the fanboy wars. PC Master Race. I'm just kidding. Love you guys. We, we talk so many about all the memories we have of Genesis, and, and it, it really does mostly center around the games. I can remember the advertising, though. That's the one thing non-actual game-specific I remember is those ads, and Genesis does what Nintendo don't. I, I remember it like I, I remember that Mario Kart ad like it was yesterday where they put uh, Sonic Two on a race car and then you put Mario Kart on a race car and it's like put 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 and it came get going and then the Sonic Two car when it takes off because the blast process it wasn't Mario Kart though no it was Mario Kart they might have shown Mario World also but it was definitely Mario Kart because it was like look how slow. I thought Mario Kart was fairly late in the Super Nintendo's life. Sonic Maybe not. 2 Sonic 2 was 92. No, I think it came out in 92. Wow. Donkey Kong was late. I know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So one thing I did just think of that okay, that's not a game specific. I remember Now granted when I think of thing, I know I just said it was in top of games, but Street Fighter 2 and how long we how long it seemed like we, we waited for that we to come to Genesis. Like 10 years for it it seemed like. And so maybe my thoughts on this are skewed but i remember spending what seemed like weeks debating super nintendo genesis super nintendo genesis and ultimately deciding on genesis but i feel like we spent a lot of time as far as kids are concerned i feel like we spent a lot of we, time we put a lot doing of as thought, much research as we, we could we put a lot of thought into actually yes into actually buying the genesis yes I think it came down to we, you know, fell or we believed the marketing of Sonic and we're cool and all this other stuff. And it was $50 cheaper compared to the Super Nintendo. But, yes, it was not like, oh, we just want Sonic. Let's go, 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 go. And it was like, oh, man, like, what do we do? And I don't know if it was because we also still had our regular Nintendo. Maybe we didn't feel like we needed a Super Nintendo. I don't know. But we definitely, we put a whole lot of time into it for sure. So I'm about to drop a bomb right now. So this is a treat for you guys. Because um, I don't think I've ever in ever twenty three four years ever told you this. Keep in mind the camera's rolling before you decide to just punch me in the face. Did um, you break Sonic One? So is that what you're going to tell me right now? My life. <laughs> oh my god! So we had Sonic One and it broke. It just stopped working one day. Now or did it? I don't think i caused it i think this is one of the you know it's uh what like revisionist history or something but the i don't see how this could break it because i've done this many other times and it this never caused an issue see what happened was i don't know what i was thinking clearly but i played sonic one one time and when i was done you threw it against the wall <laughs> no but I took the game out okay. without turning it off first. And I don't think that would break it, but I'm pretty sure that was the last time that game worked. 
And that may not be the case, but when I think now, uh, I think I've just gone over this in my head so many times to where now maybe I'm convincing myself that that's the way it played out and it really didn't. I mean, I definitely did that at one point, and in my mind, I've now convinced myself that that was the last time that that game worked. Right. I could be wrong because I don't see how that would. I honest, I don't think it would have. I don't think it did either, but I really had to get that off my chest. It's been like 24 been years. bugging you for <laughs> a long time. Jeez. Oh, I feel so much better. But yeah, that game was great. And, and that event, talk about a memory. That put Sonic 1 up on such a pedestal to us because we couldn't play it. Like when we go over to oh, Tim's yeah. house, we wanted to play Sonic 1 because it was like we didn't have it. You couldn't duck and do the spin dash or anything like that. Yep. But it just made it like this this, this crazy game we were never going to play again. And it was just it was yeah. like almost the myth around it and everything. And um, It's interesting. Hmm. I don't think I broke it. I don't see how that would. But I spent a lot of time blowing into that cartridge like, and like please work, please work, please work, <laughs> trying please to work. resuscitate it, but to no avail. Oh, but let's get into the games. Interesting. Let's get into the games. So here's what I got written down. I made sure not to put this in the rundown so I could get your uh, your thoughts. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to yeah. even look at it. Two words. Road rash. Whoa. Is that what you are going to say? Yes. Road rash, and I also wrote down Skitchin. Oh wow! Okay, they were so here's exclusive a- to the Genesis, and those games were fantastic. And there's actually a spiritual successor to Road Rash coming out pretty soon. I don't know if it's coming out on PS4 or if it's just on PC, but there's a spiritual successor. I forget what it's called to Road Rash that was kickstarted and it's coming out. Wow. Um, I don't remember much about Skitchin. I remember Road Rash and its we rented that sequels. Yeah, I remember that very much. Um, it was an EA game, right? Because yeah. it had the little yellow had the thing. Um, was Skitchin? Yes. It was basically the same game. You were just on rollerblades instead of a motorcycle. Right, and you could grab but it was the combat car. and yep, yep. Oh, I forgot Road about Skitchin. Road I Rush, was, I remember fondly. Skitchin, I forgot about until this very moment. Road Rash 2 was the pinnacle because I had forgotten until I was researching this. Road Rash 3 was when they switched to the weird kind of digitized graphics instead, right, of, instead the, of the, the colorful. And, yeah. yeah. Road Rash was so much fun. And I love that there's a spiritual successor coming out and I need to go back and research that and see what the name is so so I can take a look but at it. See if it's like new graphics or retro graphics? I, I didn't actually see any gameplay okay. or anything just that it is that it exists I want retro and graphics. Coming. Sports games were king on the Sega Genesis. Joe Montana's sports talk football. So I was never a big sports game fan. And I don't know, it's the whole chicken and the egg thing. I don't know if that was because I sucked and you would always beat me at them. Or I don't know if I didn't like them because you would always beat me at them or if you would always beat me at them because I just didn't like them. I just didn't play that much. Right. But sports talk football, I remember that's one of those games that I remember, you know, being better than it probably was. When I think of no, Madden No, I think back it was then, really good. It was so much better than Madden. It people, was so much faster. Madden people always remember Madden 94 and, and stuff. Clunky. But yes. And short, fat guys. Like yes. Sports talk football. And not... You could change the camera angle. You could go horizontal oh, or vertical. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, whenever you play football, everybody plays vertical, but that's because the camera can angle down and show you more of the field. It was harder playing vertical back then because Madden would do that. Madden would, would kind of... Oh, it did weird. have the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and Madden introduced the, the passing windows and stuff like that. They, yeah. they put that in sports talk football. I don't think it was in the first one though. I think you can. Yeah, it was not blind. the first one. But it was so. But there was there were so many money plays, especially running plays, that I remember that if you I just did yeah like you the, lined them up uh, right and you just screen toss yeah. every time. Yep, so good. They had to spend. I don't know what the numbers were, but they must have spent so much money on getting Joe Montana to to sponsor oh probably their games. Yeah. it must have been absolutely ridiculous. So not only that. Mutant League, everything. Mutant League was awesome. Football and hockey. That talk about it. That if you put out a Mutant League football game for like fifteen twenty bucks as a downloadable game, I would be all over that. I'd probably only play it one or two times, yeah. but I would definitely absolutely love it the one time that I played it. When I think of sports games, I'm sure you're getting to this, but I think of basketball games. NBA Live '95 to a lesser extent '96, NBA Jam. Uh, Coach College K. Slam and Coach K. Yep. But did you also forget about the Bulls versus Bulls versus Blazers in the NBA Finals? Bulls versus Lakers in the NBA playoffs. That was. Before, I think of those games as being like on the Micron or something, no, or like the those little were all the, Genesis the games. Tiger handheld. I don't remember those being Genesis. Those were all Genesis games. games. They didn't have season and franchise mode, but they had the playoffs. So you could play through the playoffs. But were they? Was it EA? It was EA. So it play? Did it play like NBA Live? Kind. It, it was different. It didn't. It, NBA Live was so revolutionary when they went to that diagonal view of the court. That yeah. was just so good. NBA Live '95 was so good. That was God, perfect. It was perfect. Um, and then Coach K was might have even been better. Um, but it's not like now where if you had a, a college basketball or football game, you can just download. People are crazy enough to actually take the time to put the names in. Back then, you couldn't do that, so it was just right. Syracuse number twenty-one. You knew it was Lawrence Moten. You knew forty-four was Wallace, but you you know you didn't actually have the names. But and then, do you remember Dream Team basketball? Tim, See, that's another. That. One. I remember that on the Micron. No, I think you're thinking of the three-on-three. Three what was that called? I am. What was that game called? Wasn't that Dream Team? No, Dream Team was the Olympics. What was the three-on-three three game? Dito, oh, it was it was made by Dito Joe Dumas. East. Joe Dumars. Tito East. Tito East. <laughs> no, Dream Team basketball. Was all, Tim had it. We played that. At least he and I played it all the time. I don't know if you played it a lot. Presented by Tito East. <laughs> it was Joe Dumars. Was it like Clyde Drexler and Patrick Ewing or something? I'm gonna look this you, up. You, you keep look that going. up, but. And the other thing is, like you said, the, those EA, like the NBA Live and games like that, they weren't exclusive to the Genesis. It just seemed like they always played better. The same thing with NBA Jam. While it didn't look as good as the Super Nintendo, I still say it, it, it played better on the Genesis, which, of course, is what matters more than anything. In addition, well, not in addition. Next item on the list here, we had our Zelda clones. That's what I was going to get to earlier. But Crusader, Ascenti, and Beyond Oasis. Both amazing games. Crusader, Ascenti is so rare that at this point now, if you want to buy one on eBay, you're going to spend literally hundreds of dollars. Just just do an emulator. I'm not going to tell anybody to steal or anything, but just do an emulator. <laughs> Play it on your PC. The game is so good. Is it Zelda 3? No, absolutely not. But to a Genesis kid, it damn sure felt like it was Zelda 3. Well, but we got um, – I can't find this game. <laughs> I don't think it exists. It exists, but I uh, – Oh, that's it. Those are the graphics. That's the graphics. Yeah. Dream Team 3 and 3. See, oh, that's wow. what I was thinking of. Well, that's weird. Well, that's not the Dream Team I was talking about, but good job. Um, 
I'll get back to you next week on that. Okay. I'm going to find this. I know Jude Dumars was in That'll it. be the back-to-box challenge for next week. Or I'm pretty sure we have these on home videos, but I don't feel like taking that up again. Um, oh, I'm sure. Off-screen off footage. So Crusader Senti was fantastic. Beyond Oasis came first, and I remember when that came out, I was like, yes, we finally have our Zelda game. And it was awesome. It was definitely more action than Zelda, um, but it was not Zelda. No. And I remember... It was different. I wouldn't say life. it was disappointed. It was an awesome game, but I was disappointed in that it wasn't Zelda. Yeah. Crusader Senti was basically They did everything Zelda. they could to just make a Zelda game. It's the same graphics style. Yep. They basically just had you get pets as items, and they all did something different to your sword. So you could throw a fire sword or yeah, an you ice threw sword, your sword instead, instead of, of like a fire or an ice wand. Um, there's one, the Leviathan made you like swing your sword like super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the penguin that was the ice. The fiery lion thing, I think, was for fire. You could combine them. You could combine them, and they all did different things. One of them made your sword basically a boomerang. Like it would go, and it would like bring stuff back with it. I can still hear... The sound when you would charge up your sword and throw that. Oh, like I, I can hear it like it was yesterday. It doesn't sound like that, but I can hear it in my head like it was yesterday. That was that was such a good game. So good. Atlas still exists. I think Sega owns them now. I wish. I wish they would make another Crusader Senti. Hey Atlas, if you're if you're watching this, just do Crusader Senti two, or even do the original and just do it with. You know, updated graphics like they did Link Between Worlds. That would be awesome. That would be, that would make my year. We had the Strike Trilogy from EA: Jungle, Urban, Desert. I don't remember what the order was, but we've talked about those games before. Those Urban was last. Sweet. I think it was Desert, Jungle, Urban. Again, it, and this also going through this list, but that wasn't Genesis exclusive. Weren't those on Super Nintendo? I think they were only on Genesis. Really. But going through this, well, maybe not. No, I can I can picture the SNES cart. But going through this, it's amazing. Renting games used to be such a big deal, and whenever when you hear people podcast, that is or like YouTube when I think of Genesis, that yeah. is almost my biggest memory. Going to video loft and just trying games. different games, like as many games as we owned, we rented so we rented many, so more. many. Like I don't remember. To me, NES renting games wasn't that big of a deal. We did it, but I feel like not that much. And then by the time, I think we rented a grand total of maybe like five Saturn games. Like, oh, I don't even know if we rented video it. game renting was like it was at its peak Genesis, at sixteen and that bit. Was it. Yeah, we rented N sixty four games, or I did. You anyway. did. You yeah. you were maybe already I was gone, gone. But but yeah, that's 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 like my number one memory of Genesis. Is but you hear like games. when I hear sometimes Colin and Greg will reminisce, or the Screw Attack guys, or, or different oh. podcasts will reminisce about renting games and how it's just not a thing. And like Noah and Nick will never know what that even renting games. What do you mean? I'm not going to go to Redbox and like they've only got like no, two or three games the in there. It's just not the same of actually going through just looking at box art. Like, well, that looks cool, and then flipping it over and looking at the screens, reading the back of the box to see what the game's about. And then be like, yeah, whatever. Let's spend four bucks on this for a weekend, you know. Well, let's have dad. We'll spend, have dad spend yeah. four bucks. Um, but yeah, it was such a big part of our childhood was renting video games. I'm sure it was for you too if you're around our age and you're listening or watching this. 
They had the only good zombie game ever made. Of course, Super Nintendo had it also. But again, I would argue it was better on Genesis Let's, because it just played better. Yeah. Zombies Ate My Neighbors, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Yes. Gosh. There, there was actually a sequel to that that only came out on Super Nintendo. I forget what it was called now, but it wasn't as good. So we didn't really miss out on anything there. And I remember that game being a lot of fun. That is a it was really that difficult. is definitely a two player co op. Oh, it would be so good if we could get it's fun. It. Oh God, we do need to find a way to get a let's play out of that. Um, yeah, it was fun by yourself, but it was definitely fun, much more fun with two players. And I remember it being all in all a fairly easy game. Up until it got difficult toward when the big baby came out and stuff. The baby was difficult. The episode with like the hedge maze with the chainsaw guy yes. following oh, you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was tough. Oh, but then once so you get so funny. far to where you have the like the tremors, the little worm things yeah. come those things were like impossible. You can't Did that have a password you couldn't save your game. Did it have a password system to jump? I don't ahead? think it had anything because no. I feel like we always start started from the beginning. Yeah. But it was so not. much fun. Uh Earthworm Jim to me. I know it wasn't me, an exclusive, but it also. felt like it was an exclusive. All the marketing, everything behind that was Genesis. It definitely played better on the Genesis. It, it reviewed much better on the Genesis also. If you don't believe me, look it up. It did. And the sequel did too. I don't think anybody thinks the sequel is as good as the, as the original. But Earthworm Jim, that game had so much hype behind it, and I think it lived up to it. It was great. It was so funny. It was so Queen slug for butt. Yes. It was like... Like Boogerman. And you launch the cow in the beginning, and then it and crashes at the, at the, at the end at the, on the, yeah. the sorceress or whatever, the queen. Like, it's like Boogerman trying to be kind of like that, but Boogerman was just dumb. They were just over the top. It was, right. Earthworm Jim was definitely... It was funny without being just completely stupid. It was stupid funny. Right. And they were the first... I mean, this was after things like Beavis and Butthead and... Um, what was the other one? Like Beavis Ren and, and Stimpy. Game was a good well, game I'm not too. even talking games. I'm just talking yeah, the show. But right. I mean, it came after Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy and all yeah. that. But to me, it's the first video game that had that kind of uh, atmosphere. Yeah. And then Boogerman took him and was like, oh, well, we can top yeah, that. Was, and let's just Booger you flip actually, boogers at people and right. burp on them and fart on them. And it was like, animated hey. really well. It was actually a pretty it game. Looked but the cool. game just, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. that, it wasn't that good. Yeah. We had our own Konami games, Bloodlines and Contra Hardcore. Castlevania Bloodlines was better than Castlevania 4. A lot of That's people another feel one that, that way. It just plays smoother and faster. You and could be you could be two different characters. Yep. Uh, it was really like Castlevania 4 didn't really feel like Castlevania 1 and 3. It just felt like they tried to do too much and you could swing the whip around and all that other stuff. Castlevania Bloodlines was 1 and 3 with 16-bit graphics. A little bit of gore, a little bit of blood and guts when you kill the, the zombies or whatever you're killing and stuff. It was really difficult. The The one thing I always remember, other than the first level, because you always remember the, the first The upside-down level. level? It wasn't upside-down. It was where well, everything, it was like the, the middle was, like the was off. Yeah, that was so yeah. cool. And even, speaking of mirror, the, the, the water level, which is either the second or the third level, where you're going across and the, the things are jumping out, and the uh, water yeah. keeps going up and down, and that reflection... For yeah. Genesis, that was so cool the way that they did that. Yeah. And then that game ends up playing into what some people probably say is one of the best games of all time in Symphony of the Night. Did it? Or was that? No, that was Rondo of Blood. I think Symphony of the Night starts where No, I think Bloodlines... it ends where Rondo ends. Because who, what Belmont, well, what Belmont are you in Bloodlines? Look it up. Are you John? 
No, you're not you're, Richter. You're not Richter. You're Richter. Richter is Rondo of Blood. Richter. Richter is definitely Symphony of the Night, and I think it was. No, I know Richter is Symphony of the Night, but I know he's Rondo of Blood. I don't think he's. No, I think I'm gonna get a, get a point back here. Wow! In our competition that we stopped not. keeping points of like a, a million. Yeah, I was years just ago. running away with it. Yeah, you were actually. Uh, while you looked that up, we also I would argue we got the definitive Turrican game. Mega Turrican was actually. Well, you're not gonna, you're not going to talk about uh, hardcore. Well, oh, I forgot to talk about hardcore. We kind of made fun of that when we started doing the podcast, and then we did it in like a back the box or a twenty questions thing or something. We're like wait a minute, this game was really better than I remember. Like, it was weird because there was, like, a falcon guy in it or, like, a bird. You could be a bird was one of the characters you could choose or something was kind of different. It wasn't just Billy and Lance, like, Contra 1 and 2, 1 and Super C and then Contra 3 yeah. was. So it was different, but it was still it was still a very good game. I wouldn't say it was better than the Alien Wars, uh, but it was it was a serviceable Contra game, I would say. No, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, first of all, there is no Belmont. It's John Morris. Oh, John Morris. I knew it was John. Okay. And Eric Lacard. Lacard, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything you want to add on hardcore? Hardcore. Uh, I... I think it's better than we remember it. But it, that it could is. also be nostalgia it was no, telling me it's It was not Contra 3. Right. But... I think the level where you're running down the road with a guy chasing you and he'd like yes, wind up his that arm was crazy. and throw his arm yeah. at you and you had to jump. But it was a pretty decent game. I I think we unfairly remember that being worse than it was. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was, a, it was a fine game. I agree. It was fun. It's probably the best Contra game that has come out. I don't think a better Contra game has come out since that one came out. The only one I'm interested in, I still want to get Contra 4 for my 3DS. Well, for the DS, played on my 3DS. But I don't know how that plays, because that actually plays across both screens. Like, it's a very vertical game. You go sideways, but it takes up both screens, which is interesting to me. I don't know how that'll work. Yeah. But that... And then I think there was one on the PlayStation 2. That might have been decent. I can't remember. Oh, there was Hardcore Uprising. That's what it was. But it was just seemed like it had gone really futuristic and didn't really feel like a Contra game anymore. But All right. Yeah, you definitely get a point there. It's Rondo of Blood. Bam! It's, been, some a, it's so. been a while since I won one. Uh, like I was saying, so we got the definitive Turrican game. It was better than Super Turrican. Yes. It was actually Turrican 3, which came out of the Amiga and the PC and all that. And then they brought it over the Genesis and they called it Mega Turrican because it was the Mega Drive. Great game. Fantastic. It's still available on the Wii Virtual Console. I need to just buy it before it disappears so I can still play that game. Because that's really expensive. If you want to buy a card of that, it's like 60, 70, 80 bucks, something like that normally. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yep. <sighs> Thanks, guys. Well, there was also some late but great games like Comic Zone oh. and Ristar. Dynamite Heady was up there too, but those are the two that really jump out. Comic Zone still to this day, nobody's ever done anything like that. If they would have just ratcheted the difficulty down just a hair, I would have liked that game better so it was actually playable, not just completely super ridiculously difficult. But that was a fantastic game. Probably the most beautiful game ever released on the Genesis. Like, that did not look like 64 colors. That did not look like 64 But it was just so impossibly hard. Yes, to to try to get past the first level was almost impossible. Yeah, and there were no saves. You had to just... Yeah, that game was... Ridiculous. No passwords either, I'm pretty sure. No, you, yeah. You had to start fresh every time. A few more things here before we move on. Two words again. Gunstar Heroes. Mm, yeah. 
And again, this is probably why I think we look back on hardcore unfair because it was not Gunstar Heroes. It it was not even No, but Gunstar close. Heroes was not was not Contra. It wasn't really I mean that's obviously it was run and gun, but yeah. you could tell they were trying to for the most part, blaze their own trail. Oh yeah, that was never meant to be a Contra clone or anything. That was its own game. I don't know. I mean, as I'm thinking about it, it's like, yeah, it's you can be this guy or this guy. It's two player co op. You have different weapons. Yep. You shoot. You just run and shoot everything. There's a boss at the end of every level. But I don't think of that as trying to be Contra, even right. though it's very much the same game. But. Different things with like the, the combining of weapons. You could throw people. You could do all this other stuff. They had the game board level, which was That's, so cool. That was that one was of the best so cool. levels. Pick up the dice and you throw it and you could pick it up again as it's right. and You could just throw it forever. It's so much fun. And I played through that game so many times. Not that this really surprises me because the numbers, numbers don't lie. I always wanted to get through the dice level and land on every single spot. Yeah. And there's the thing where you get through it, and then if you land on like the spot right before the end, it you sends back. you back to the beginning. Yeah. And so I always thought, okay, I'll hit a lot of them on the first playthrough, and then that'll send me back, and I'll pick up the last few that I missed. Never once got all of them. Never happened. And the bad guy looked like M. Bison. And we thought he was, that was cool. Yeah, he was M. Bison, pretty much. He, he really looked like Raul Julia as M. Bison, as, which yeah, was yeah. really weird. Because I think it actually it came out in 94, I think, which is when Street Fighter the movie came out, I believe. Or that when might did, have been 95. When did Street Fighter the movie, the game, come out? 95, because it was a launch title for Saturn, I think. When did Street Fighter the movie, the game, the movie come out? Anyways, two more items here on the games, and we'll move on. The two best first-party franchises, I would think, on the Genesis. Streets of Rage and Sonic. Streets of Rage 2, the more I think about it, the more I am 100% convinced that is the best beat-em-up ever made. I know we you know, we fired it up not that I long would, ago, but we definitely have to do a Let's Play of we'll that. We'll do a Let's Play of that. We can skip three. We can skip one. Two, yeah, I would say is... If I'm picking top five Genesis games, Gunstar Heroes, Streets of Rage 2, and probably Sonic 3 are three of the top five maybe bloodlines and earthworm gym might be up earthworm gym maybe yeah. i don't know if oasis or senti would be up there they're, they're oh god top i'd 10. have to put senti yeah. up there maybe we should do that oasis, at some point but... we should we should go to an actual top 10 genesis list of us um, i think it'd be fun to do but yeah and then everybody knows sonic there's really nothing else we can add there yeah genesis was amazing you're 27 years old we love you but we're not done with you yet Let's. Uh, I want you to try and guess what the best-selling games were, like we did with the Super Nintendo. What's the number one selling game of all time? You know that. Sonic. 15 million. But those bundled, right? Four. They sold 4 million non-bundled copies, 15 million total. I'm okay, so does 11 million non-bundled? Is that the number no, one? No, 11 million bundled, sorry. 4 million non-bundled. Oh, so, so what's the – maybe you're going to tell me, but what was the highest non-bundled game? What do you think it was, number two? Do you have it? Yeah, I've got everything. I've got the top 15. I'm trying to think of what would even have been a... You don't, don't have know, to stray very... Game? No, you don't have to stray very far from that first title. Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Six million copies sold. That was never bundled? No. It, well, it may have been on like the Model 2 or Model 3 okay. or something like that. 
What do you think number Wait, three? Wait, what were the number? How many? 6.03 million. Is that number two overall? Mm-hmm. That sold more than three? Three did not sell very well. Well, I mean, it sold okay, but it's way down on the list. Very wow. surprising. What do you think number three overall is? Think back to our discussion last week. Super Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Mario, Metroid... What changed the game for Super Nintendo? Street Fighter? Close. Mortal Kombat. Two? Two. Or one. one. 2.67 million copies. Wow. Number four, this is surprising. Very surprising to me. Streets of Rage 1. It's not surprising that it's that high. It's surprising that Streets of Rage 2 is not on this list. So I don't know if they just don't actually, if they never released sales numbers for that, but it's not in the top 15. So you have the top, how many? Top 15. What is, assuming, do you have any sports games? That was 2.6 million. And then number five, you want to guess what that was before we, I'll go through there. Vector Man. Mortal Kombat 2 sold 2.6. Three nine million. Number six was a sports game. Okay, NBA. No, NBA Jam. NBA Jam. Okay. Ah, I just closed it. Where to go? Yeah, NBA Jam was number six. Let's round it out. Sonic and Knuckles was number seven. That sold more than Sonic Three. One point eight two versus one point seven six for Sonic Three. Wow. Special Champion Edition was next. One point six six. Then Disney's The Lion King. Oh God, 10. that was such a good game. Yep. I may have to put that in my top five. Yep. Yeah, we have to do a top ten. I, was that better than Aladdin? I think it probably was. Aladdin was really, really good, but I think Lion King was, I was almost perfect. A lion, as close as you can be, I was a Lion King fanboy. I loved that movie, the story, the music. And I think because of that, I look back at the Lion King game as probably better than Aladdin. I think most people would say Aladdin was better, but I think yeah. of Lion King. Lion King was that so good. Was the, awesome. the stampede in that game. Oh, yeah. So that was number 10. Number 11, Mortal Kombat 3. Barely over a million, 1.34. I mean, a little bit more. Uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, number 12, 1.1 million. And then Virtua Racing. $100 game. They sold like 600,000 copies. Shining Force 2 is number 14, and number 15, Super Street Fighter 2. Wow. I didn't say Streets of Rage 2 at all. No. Boggles my mind. There's no way it didn't sell that many, so something happened with their sales numbers, or they didn't release them or something. That doesn't make any sense. Super Street Fighter 2 only sold 150,000 copies. Seems amazing to me. Seems low. But if you got Street Fighter... And it was the 15th best-selling game? Yeah. At that low? I don't think the attach That's rate depressing. was great on the Genesis. Yeah. Genesis. Is, is, is. So, as we look back at the Genesis, we, we pretty much agreed Super Nintendo here is probably the best console ever. Where does the Genesis rank? It's up there, I would say. It's behind Super Nintendo. It's behind it's Nintendo. It's behind Nintendo. It's behind... It's probably behind our PS2. Yeah. It's behind PS2. It's behind PS4. Probably behind the three. I don't know about the one. The one and the Saturn and the sixty four and yeah. all that. So it's probably for me it's somewhere around that sucks. It is five pretty to far six, down there. Seven somewhere in there. Yeah. It's far down there and it's wherever you put it is probably artificially high because of our because nostalgia. Of nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, 100%. it's not even as good as we remember. No. 
Which is kind of sad. No. It's a top 10 system, but, I mean, how many systems have there been? 20? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's in the top half. I mean, there was, like, 17 different Ataris. Well, if you count that. Yeah, out, I don't count that. Out. I'm saying Nintendo on. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's tough. Great it's behind system. N64. It's still, I don't regret buying one at all. It was, no. It, we had so much Good fun memories. Yeah. Yep. A lot of fun. That's our look back on the Sega Genesis on its belated 27th birthday. Uh, if you're a Genesis kid like we were, comment below. Let us know some of your memories uh, of the Genesis. Or you can tweet us. Excuse me again. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together we are at two-player underscore co-op. And we are not done yet. We're going to give this thing another try. Sean, it's time for the... It's the back of the box challenge. If you didn't know, the back of the box challenge is what we do every week to end our weekly podcast. We get together and we play this game called the back of the box challenge. We were inspired by Game Scoop's 20 questions and different things that they've done. We wanted to do our own game, so we came up with the back of the box challenge. It's pretty simple. What we do is we look up a game from our past. We look up the actual retail release of that. We flip that box around. We look at the back of the box. We read the description to the other player. We bleep out any pertinent information that would give it away and make it way too obvious. And the other player then gets to ask an indeterminate amount of questions because we don't really ever keep track and see if they can figure out what the game is. That is the back of the box challenge. And that is what we're going to do now. Who reads first? I think you read first this time. I think you're right. If you pick my game, I'm going to be really pissed. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, okay. Let's do it. <clears throat> okay, here we go. All right, I'll read this little bold thing before it. It's a dance with danger when Willie tries to rescue Jill. I hope none of those names mean anything to you. Willie was our cat, R.I.P. Shout out to Willie. I want to pour some out for him, but I'm out yeah, of beer. I mean, mine's empty too. But I, he was, oh, he was such a good cat. Remember that time good. he just walked into the playroom and pooped? He was like, hey, guys. <laughs> he dropped a turd and just Bye walked guys. out. <laughs> like, what the hell? Are you going senile? What's wrong with you, cat? Oh, he was so awesome. I love that cat. He was my best friend. He's a great cat. Okay. Um, what can I read and what can't I? All right. The hippest blank in New York. Willie is hot on the tail of local crime boss Muggsy. Uh, Muggsy just kidnapped Willie's girl Jill and stashed her away. To find her, Willie has to face hoods on the streets of the Big Apple, duel desperados in the Wild West, dogfight ace pilots at 40,000 feet, and avoid being derailed at an amusement park. But he's not called the blank for nothing. And when he starts breakdancing and body slamming his enemies, make room on the dance floor. What in the world? Is this a licensed game? Pre-existing property before <laughs> it was a video game. Uh, no. Really? I don't know why I always struggle with that one. Well, it's not Bubsy because you kept talking about how the dude's name is Willie. All I can picture is Mouser for some reason. Is what, what was the bad guy's name? The bad guy. In, in Bubsy? No, in this. Oh. Muggsy. Muggsy. For some reason. That's it, making you think of Bubsy. No, but what did I just say the mouse was from? Mouser? Mouser from Mario 2. 
with the sunglasses. He's like, meh. Or I remembered him from the... Meh. This guy's kind of a Mousers with the little robotic things and Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. No, but what was the guy? Remember in like the Super Mario cartoon, the mouse with the sunglasses? He's like, hey, catch this bomb. And he'd throw a bomb at Mario and stuff. What was his name? Mouser? No? All I remember is Wart. That's who I'm picturing as the mouse guy. Anyways. All right. I have no idea. Okay, so he's a really hip dude and he likes to break dance <laughs> it's not moonwalker because we've done that already there's no way we own this game um 16 no. bit no eight yes first party nintendo game no capcom game uh no Konami game. There's nothing else it could be. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not going to get this. Uh, did you say that we don't play as a human? Was that in that description somewhere? I didn't say that. You didn't say I that? I did not say that. Do you play as you a human? You do not. Okay, I didn't think it sounds like you're some kind of hip cat. It's not a pre-existing property. Well, I did say the hippest blank, so it's pretty good chance i didn't bleep out the word human well that's what i'm thinking for some <laughs> the reason hip is he's a human hip, hip cat uh so it's not like toxic avenger or anything like that what games did you fly in that's i'm, I'm thinking of like rescue rangers and stuff like that but don't get too were, hung up on that we're pre-existing properties uh do you want to know who made it oddly enough i guess i don't think it'll help you but it, maybe probably it will. like acclaim or lgn or something atlas that's not gonna help i don't know what okay. oh See, the Muggsy thing sounded familiar. Do I actually... I mean, is this You know this game, yeah. Muggsy, he's a hip... Is he a hip cat? (laughs) Yes. Oh, wait a minute. He's a cat. Wait, no, but it couldn't be Felix the Cat or anything. Yeah, his name is Felix. Well, then it would be a pretty... Then it would be a licensed game. And his name wouldn't be Willie. Oh, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. Right. Any hints you can give that don't give it away? Right, let me think of what I... So, Okay. The hippest cool cat in New York, Willie. I can, like, picture this, but I can't think of... <laughs> is hot on the tail of local crime boss, Muggsy. Everything I bleeped out was... I mean, the fur's gonna fly. Okay, so we know he's a cat. Because Muggsy just catnapped... Willie's girl, Jill, and stashed her is away. This, is this like Bill Clinton's pet? <laughs> is it no. Socks the Cat? Okay. Did he have a game? He did. I think he did. <laughs> yeah, I'm I think I can. Sure I think I can literally game. read this whole thing now. I was gonna say. I mean, I, I pretty much have. The well, the last thing that I bleeped out is literally the name of the game. But he's not called the blank for nothing. The Toxic Avenger. That is not correct. So the name of the game is the name of the name of Willie's like nickname. Yeah, more or less. All right. The only other thing I can tell you is that this is. If I had to name my top, if we did a top NES games list, really for me, this is probably top five. And for you, you'd probably be like, I barely remember this game. But you do know this game. 
And think of one more thing to help you. I have have no idea. When I I think of this game, we never owned it. I think we rented it. It's not in my pocket or anything. No, but that was a good game. That was a really good game. I think we rented it multiple times, but we didn't own it. But when I think of renting it, I think of Texas. I was going to say Texas, but I can't picture what the hell. Texas to me was Wheel of Fortune and Tennis. And you lied to me and said Duran Duran was spelled D U R. No, Duran Duran. Duran Duran. And then I got Final Jeff or Final Wheel, whatever it's called, wrong. I think you stumped me. I can't. I, I can't. I, I'm trying to think of it. It was else. made by Atlas. Yeah, but it's that's an NES game. All right. It's now I'm getting licensed. desperate. I just need to show you a screenshot. I, I don't think I have any idea what this game is. Since you kind of got hung up on the the dogfight plane thing, you don't fly. But if you don't get it when I show you the screenshot, then. Oh, what the? <laughs> oh, my God. What was that game? <laughs> I, I can't I, I remember it but I have no idea what the name of it is wow. I'm stumped that this is, is the first, first time I've full stump full 100% stump I think I've stumped you before Maybe. probably rocking cats I remember oh they I don't call them the rocking cat for nothing wow that's why as soon as I mentioned Willie and you're like oh it was like our cat I was like damn it crap yeah and but then you started I, talking about Bubsy I'm like Rap. <laughs> but I couldn't think of it. I'm like, I'm trying to think of what other cats it could be. I was thinking of Sylvester and Felix and stuff, but obviously it couldn't be any of those. Yeah, because it's not licensed. I definitely remember that we didn't own it. You like that game that much? I wow. I look back on that game very fondly, which amazing to me. I feel like I've never even heard anybody else. This is right up there with the Nomad. I've never even heard anybody else talk about this game, let alone own it or whatever. Good job. Hey, Good thanks. job. You got me on that one. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Deep in the earth, a powerful ancient crystal hums, fueling the balance of nature. But when its toxic twin plummets to earth, nature totters Yep, <laughs> on the edge of extinction. Only one hope survives, blank. Though alone, the blank must battle the invasive mutation in all its malignant form to restore the earth. But at what cost? Is this a role-playing game? No. All right. It sounds like Final Fantasy. Crystals and... Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping this is the first week we both get officially stumped. That would be awesome. Because I think that could be, but you definitely know this game. Sorry, giving away. Um, is this a 16-bit game? No. Is it an 8-bit game? No. <laughs> Did we own this game? Yes. Can you read it one more time? Deep in the earth, a powerful ancient crystal hums, fueling the balance of nature. But when its toxic twin plummets to earth, nature totters on the edge of extinction. Only one hope survives, blank. Though alone, the blank must battle the invasive mutation in all its malignant form to restore earth. But at what cost? Wow. I have no idea. We own this game, but it's not... 8 or 16 bit which means it's I mean it could mean a number of things but 
it a... Do we own it on PlayStation? No. Of... PlayStation of Rome? <laughs> I was going to say of some... Like PlayStation, PlayStation of two, Sony. Three, oh, four. okay. No. Did we... I've got an idea, but I don't remember this being what the game is about. Did we talk about a... Is this a sequel to a game we talked about earlier? No. This is not Legend of Oasis. No. Is it a Saturn game? No. Is it an N64 game? No. Is it a computer game then? No. <laughs> That's every system we ever owned. No. Nope. It's not 8-bit. It's not 16-bit. Which means it's 32 and up. Unless it's in television or something. That is would it, be awesome. Is it Night Stalker? All right. Is that the plot of Night Stalker? So, it's 32 and up. It's not Saturn. It's not N64. It's not a PlayStation. And it's not computer. What am I missing? You're missing something. I'm missing something, all right. Is it a uh, handheld game? Nope. Home so it's release. a console. It's a console game, yeah. It's not Saturn. It's not N64. It's not a PlayStation. <sighs> oh. It's 32X. It is a 32X game. It's not Knuckles Chaotix. That could be the plot of it. You never know. <laughs> See, this is why I think you'll get it. I don't think you have any idea what the game is, but we didn't own very less no, than 10 32X games. We owned Mortal Kombat, Knuckles. Why don't you try to figure out the genre? Virtua Fighter. Oh, Virtua Fighter was so good on it. We had an action game? No. An adventure game? No. I'm pretty much stumped at this point. I will concede that, but I would still like to figure it out. It's not a role-playing game because we no. didn't own any. I don't even know that they ever put out I don't a think there were any. System, yeah. Is it a fighting game? No. <laughs> Is it a sports game? No. <laughs> yeah. The Ancient Crystals. That could have been Mutant League. Who knows? All right. So it's not an RPG. It's not action. It's not adventure. It's not fighting. It's not sports. Is it? Do you want me to tell you the genre? Yes. Shoot him up. Shmup. I would call it a shmup, but it's not a typical shmup. It's not like Star Wars. Oh no, but that was that was pretty damn. That was just based on perfect. The it's a trap. It's a trap. But that was an arcade <laughs> game, and it was almost perfect the way they did that port. There must be a game I'm forgetting. Oh, there is. Since you're basically stumped, I'll I'm give you stumped. some clues. I would say this was marketed more than any 32X game in its history. It was beautiful. Uh, oh, wait, but we owned it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we owned this. 99% sure we owned it. A shoot em up on 32X. Don't think of typical... Yeah. Like our type or anything like that, but it's definitely a a, a, sh- a flying shoot 'em up. If that kind of gives it away, 
I I don't know. I'm tapping out. Set in a jungle. Jungle strike. No. If I say one game that really has nothing to do with this, it'll probably jog your memory and make you get it right. Echo the Dolphin. Tony the Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Echo the Dolphin. Beautiful game set in a jungle. You play as a creature. Kind of. Oh God, I can picture it. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe I'm not picking. I don't remember. I know you said it's not a typical shoot 'em up, but I remember you shoot lasers. You're some kind of like amoeba looking thing or something. No. (laughs) No. Oh, you're like a little floating flower thing. You're you're getting warmer. Pikmin, not Pikmin. Nope, Pikmin was an Nintendo. Pokemon. No. Nope. Start with a P. Nope. Starts with a K. Kikoman. Kikoman. <laughs> Best sauce. soy sauce money can buy. I know. I know what you're talking about. I'll never remember the name though. Oh my god, we definitely own this game. I I thought you would have. I thought you would have got. I don't. It. I don't remember the name, but I can picture it. Can you picture? Now I'm gonna have to. Oh, you're a bird. Calibri. Oh, my God. Beautiful game. It was. Wouldn't you agree that was the most heavily marketed game? The things I bleeped out was... I I would not have thought that was... I mean, that's why it's a good choice. But though that, small and alone, the hummingbird must battle, blah, 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 blah. Only one hope survives, Calibri. But, yeah, the game was a shoot 'em up I mean, look, you're, you're shooting big old crazy oh snakes and stuff and... Game was really pretty. No UI. It was just you and I flying around shooting stuff. Wow. Pretty decent game. Not a great game, but yeah, we. You were worried about me picking the same game. <laughs> I just—it's just so random that I don't know what made me think of Calibri during the week. But I was like, I oh god, I need to look that up right don't, now. Don't I? Yeah, yeah I very much shooter. remember that game, but I. I would have never remembered that we owned it. I totally remember it now. Yeah. I remember the music. I mean, that game was pretty. It was not a 32-bit no, that, game. That could have easily, that could have looked better on Super Nintendo. Yes, it would have looked better on Super Nintendo than it did on the 32X. It could, you couldn't have done it on the Genesis, I don't think. No. It would have looked better on the 32X. Wow. Well done. Well, wow. See, this is why we keep it around. Every once in a while, we do get stumped. That's it. This has been episode 35. Oh, crap. The Mike Mucina edition of the two-player co-op podcast. Can you think of any other 35s? The Moose. I think we're pretty much done. Yeah, I think we're running out of numbers now. 35. Because I can't think of a 36 or 37, 38, 39. This has been the two-player co-op podcast, episode 35. Thank you so much for being here. If you're listening on podcast services around the world, thank you so much. If you could, if you're listening to us on iTunes, it would be awesome if you could go onto iTunes and leave us a review there. We love five-star reviews. It'll help us reach more people and grow this audience. Thank you so much for that. We're also on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, Hopefully, you're watching this on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel now. If you already haven't subscribed yet, please click over here, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button down here, leave us some comments. Like we said before, let us know what your memories are of the Genesis. If you're a Sega kid, you know, what, what do you think about it? The, the legacy it left. Did you know what these games were in the back of the box challenge? Did you ever play Calibri or did you ever play rocking cats? One of the five best games ever on the Nintendo entertainment system. That's true. Um, it's been a good episode. Yes. It's been a good episode. 
Um, just to expand on something you said. So we're, we reached a small milestone. Uh, we are at a whopping 20 subscribers on YouTube. Inching ever and ever closer to... 20,000. 100. 100, maybe 20,000 someday. Yep. Um, that's kind of the magic number. We're trying to get there so we can get our own personalized URL instead of the YouTube.com slash whole bunch of letters and numbers. That's why I never say go to yeah. YouTube.com slash because I... You just got to search for us. Um, so if you haven't yet, please, if you like us, please subscribe. Um, give us some comments too. We love all the feedback. If you are one of our 20 subscribers and you're watching this video, thank you very much. It means a lot to us. Really we does. We check the stats every day. We know how many plays we're getting, how many subscribers we have. Um, so thank you very much. It means a lot. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do. It would mean a lot. Also, if this is the first time you're listening to us or watching us, check out our YouTube channel and go to the, uh, I think it'll be annotated at the end of this video, but the History of Us video that we did last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember what it was now, but we talk about who we are, where we came from, our history with video games, why we're doing this, why we want to be on YouTube and what we're trying to accomplish with this. So really special video and that's the the most fun we've had doing this yet, I would say. Um, So check that out if you haven't yet. I think that's it. This, like I said, it's been episode 35. We hope you'll be back for episode 36. But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.